It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Incredible thing happened this weekend. Maybe it's me. Maybe the rest of the American people just shrugging this stuff off now. But I'm, I'm just horrified. So um, Elon Musk, you all know, and if you don't, I wrote a column on Sunday and you really should download that column so you have it because it's just a fax. That's all it is and what he's doing and why he's doing it. Okay, so he he, uh, on Friday basically says, look, the fix was in at Twitter. We can prove it um, to put Joe Biden in the White House. That's a pretty damn big story, right? One of the most powerful corporations in the world is fixing the election. Now, maybe uh, Musk doesn't have the goods. Possible that when it comes down crunch time, it'll be circumstantial or whatever, but it's a fairly big headline. But no CBS, no NBC, ABC, no, I, I mean, with ABC, there was probably a heavy rainstorm somewhere to knock it out. But, you know, it's just I'm saying to myself, do you have no one in your organizations that understands the news? This is news. OK, so and it's also the talking points memo. Um, Musk is an interesting character. You can't really pin him down. 
But it looks to me like he's going to put out a whole lot of stuff that demonstrates corruption at Twitter. That look, looks like where this is going. Some of that stuff will land in the networks, and that's why they don't want to cover the story, because they could be involved. Now, I'm not making an accusation. I haven't seen what Musk has, but certainly possible. Um, then you have the committees that are going to come on up in January and say, not only was the fix in at Twitter, we believe, the Republicans will say that, but also we have possible corruption at the highest levels where money is changing hands. Another huge story. All right, just remember Ted Agnew. If you don't know who he is, look him up. So as soon as this story breaks, Trump goes wild. And he hearkens back to the 60 Minutes broadcast with Leslie Stahl. Let me refresh your memory. Go. You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't no, verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't Look, put on you. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally that. verified. No. Well, it was verified by uh, Mueller, the special counsel, that... You know, there were a number of people who spied on the Trump campaign, but Leslie goes, no, because she didn't want to believe it. And that was right before the vote, uh, two weeks before the vote, that Q&A. So Trump is like, you can imagine um, how angry he is. But then he, he goes over. Okay, so... Um, the, I got this, uh, I got about three texts from him, and this was the most provocative, put it on up there. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections, unquote. Okay, but that's not exactly true. There's a mechanism to challenge electoral fraud. You just don't say, well, it was fraud, so I'm president. But that's what Donald Trump is doing. And again, this is the kind of thing that the media grabs onto to obscuate, you know what I'm saying, right? The bigger story. So look at crazy Trump again. Oh, we don't really care that it looks like there was fairly significant fraud in this election. The fix was in. Anyway, I don't care, but look what, what he's saying now. All right, now Donald Trump again. Um, there's only one pathway here, only one. So he gets his lawyers to put together a case of fraud during the election, and he brings it to the Supreme Court. That's it. No other way. You can't just say, well, they did it to me, so... I'm present. Anyway, um, I think that Donald Trump now is a little bit lost. And um, with the Kanye West stuff and all of that, he doesn't seem to have a clear pathway going forward. My opinion and my opinion only. So I have two good guests, and that's the memo, by the way. 
Um, and then we'll get to Biden after the gas thing. Um, and one is a staunch supporter of Donald Trump. The other used to be, but is bailed. So let's go to Monica Crowley, um, who is the former assistant secretary of the Treasury during the Trump administration. And she hosts the Monica Crowley podcast these days. So um, it's getting harder to defend your guy, is it not? Mm-hmm. Well, look, President Trump hasn't been in office, Bill, for two years, and he has spent the last two years trying to bring the truth to the American people. And this Twitter dump proves that Donald Trump has been right about everything when he said that they were spying on his campaign and undermining his presidency and the Russia hoax and the two fake impeachments, and then that the big tech was working hand in glove with the Biden campaign and then the FBI and DOJ to torpedo him. So he has spent the last two years trying to do that, and now he's announced that he is running again. I do agree with you to some extent that And this has been true for Trump throughout his political career in the last seven years, that too often there are unforced errors. There are things that he says and does that are unnecessary that then create a controversy, a problem for him, legal problem, political problem, you name it. And that's not going to stop because that's who he is. He enjoys the controversy. He loves throwing grenades into the middle of the the propaganda press to see how they're going to run with it so he can counterpunch. But I do think this, Bill, and this is where I think I agree with you. 2015 and 2016, when he first ran, he captured lightning in a bottle. And it is very difficult, if not impossible, politically to ever do that again. Richard Nixon was able to do it, you know, when he ran again in 1968 after losing in in 1960 to JFK. But it is very, very difficult to do it, especially in this day and age. It is, but but Trump has a record. Trump, Trump gets a break because Biden is so incompetent and he has a record. So he can he can pivot and say, I'm going to run on my record. This guy is destroying the country. It's not like he doesn't have anything to go to. Yet, as you pointed out, he's still tossing the grenades. I mean, look, when you dine with Kanye West and the other not, what do you think is going to happen? People don't pay attention to the news that much, but they know Kanye West and you are having supper at Mar-a-Lago and they know Kanye West has said some anti-Semitic things. So what benefit is it to you, Donald Trump, to have supper with the man? I mean, I'm just asking logical questions. Yeah, and and you're right. And here's my criticism of Trump. And I consider Donald Trump to be my friend. He was my president and he is my friend. But I will say this, and this has been one of his Achilles heels from the very beginning, is that he doesn't have grown-ups around him who can vet this stuff before it gets to him. And at this late point in his political career, he should at least have that. There should have been someone to say, okay, Kanye West wants to come and have dinner with you. He wants your advice on how to get his career back on track. And Trump, being a good person, agreed to that. But the second Kanye shows up with these two uh, wild characters who should not be dining with the former president of the United States, there was nobody around him to say this is a setup and you shouldn't do this. But but do you think that even if there, do you think, Monica, that even if there were somebody around and say, ah, it's not a good idea, Trump would listen to him? I don't know anybody listens to him. (laughs) Not necessarily. I agree with you. Donald Trump considers himself his own best counselor, advisor, 
etc. Even in the White House, he considered himself that. And while he is the best instinctual politician I have ever seen, and I worked with former President Nixon, I knew President Reagan a little bit, I, he is the best instinctual politician I've ever seen. But Bill, sometimes those instincts lead him astray and it gets him into unnecessary trouble like that dinner did. Well, he has a opportunity now because Musk is going to drop a lot more stuff, I believe. Um, and if Trump would just get out of the way and not make lunatic statements about, hey, you got to throw the Constitution out and make me president tomorrow, um, it would benefit him. Because we don't know what's coming, but we know it's not good for the Democrats. But Trump will step on the story and say, you see, I told you I should be president. And that's all the media will report. That's all I report. Correct? Can I give a little bit of a different interpretation of what Trump put on Truth Social, that statement about the Constitution? I know most people are reading it the way you're reading it, Bill, and I think that that's a legitimate interpretation. But I read it a little differently. I heard in, you, you know, Trump is an excellent communicator, but sometimes the language gets a little mangled with what he was trying to say. I think what he was trying to say is that if you have a fraudulent and rigged election, um, it allows for the termination of the Constitution, meaning that the leftists who are trying to destroy the Constitution and trying to tear this country apart and destroy it, that they now have an excuse to continue to do it because they rigged the election. So again, I'm not quite sure what Trump may uh, meant. Yeah, but that's some, that's some political science class, Monica. I mean, <laughs> the, fo the no, folks no, aren't no, going to no, go into that. They're just going to hear, oh, now he wants to throw out the Constitution so he can be president again. I mean, it is. I think that's what he meant by that. Yeah, look, right now, Trump's momentum is on the downside. Would you agree with that? I think, yes. I think he's tied up legally. I think he's got all kinds of problems on his plate that he is going to have to deal with. And like I said, this time around is not 2016, where he was essentially a novelty act. Nobody had ever seen anything like that before. They wanted to give him a chance and see if he would deliver for the forgotten men and women, which he did during four years in the presidency. But the context has changed this time. The country has changed. The party has changed. We're in a completely different world now. So his entire approach to this run has to be different. I have not seen that yet, but that doesn't mean it's not coming. From All right. Him. Well, maybe you can uh, straighten him out there, Monica. Get down out. Palm Beach and say, hey, you want to win is what you have to do. But he's not going to win as it stands now. As it stands now, election was tomorrow. Doesn't matter who'd run against him. He doesn't win. My opinion, my humble opinion. Monica, thanks very much as always. I hope you enjoy the season. Now we try to get a list of people. So it's a congressional ball. You got a Republicans, right? But they're not giving it up. So we know Kamala is going. But we don't know who else is going. We do know who went to the Macron bash. Um, and they were all members of the club. So we got Stephen Colbert, Tim Cook from Apple, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, J.B. Pritzker, Governor of Illinois, Robin Roberts, GMA, Mika Brzezinski, and Joe Scarborough. So they were all there in their finest you know, hobnobbing with uh, the swells in D.C. So what do they all have in common, those people? 
Well, they're all slavishly, I love that word, devoted to Joe Biden. So, you know, people go, uh, well, Trump, if you don't agree with everything Trump says, he's not going to like you and he's, uh, you know, going to come after you. And there's something to that. But Biden's the same way. I mean, you got to be right down the line. Okay, as Jerry Rafferty once sang. So you can't, there's no dissent. I love the uh, J.B. Pritzker thing. I mean, this guy is the worst governor in America. His state is an absolute debacle. And there's J.B. He's going to have a little champagne with uh, Macron. I hope Macron didn't ask him for any governing advice. Anyway, uh, party at the White House. I don't expect uh, Joe Biden to do much work between now and Christmas Day. He'll probably take off about 10 days before Christmas, unless there's some emergency. Um, and then he'll come back, you know, the end of that first week in January. That's probably it. So after 25 days, this is incredible, 25 days, finally, the 13th congressional district in California, that's between San Francisco and Fresno, has a winner. His name is is John Duarte, Republican. First time Republicans been elected congressman from that district since 1974. So why did it take uh, 25 days to count those votes? I, I mean, I would have been happy to go out there and stay in Monterey and count those votes myself. I could have counted them in much faster than 25 days. But what's going on? Gavin Newsom? Nobody knows. Okay, so now the uh, Republicans have 222 Congress people and the Democrats have 213. Why that's important is on any kind of legislation, you'll have some defections. People in the Republican Party who may not like it and they might go over to the Democrat vote. But now, I mean, it's harder. And... um, I'll tell you, read my column on BillOReilly.com. I know what's going to happen. All hell is going to break loose in early 2023. So Georgia, the vote tomorrow. I can't make any predictions because I was so ridiculous in the midterms. It looks to me like Walker will lose because the first time around, Kemp got a lot more votes for him, the Republican running for governor. And why did that happen? Now, Warnock is a very far left guy. There's no question about that. So Georgians uh, are, many of them, want to elect a real far out there guy. Walker basically would do what he was told to do by the Republican hierarchy, which the way of the State of the Union now is better than having this crazy progressive stuff launched upon America. It's all going to be about minority votes tomorrow in Georgia, but I'd be surprised if Wall Herschel pulls it out, and I will tell you what a nudnik I am if he indeed does. And it's got, I don't think we're going to know tomorrow night. Could be wrong. So here's another big story that you're not going to get anywhere else. So Apple, one of the most powerful corporations on the earth, is pulling out of China. It's going to assemble Apple products in India, Vietnam, and other countries. 
That's huge because the Chinese government needs the money that Apple generates. So it's moving fast, by the way. Wall Street Journal reports a transition's already underway. Um, 300,000 Chinese workers at a factory run by Foxconn uh, have already been said, hey, we're not going to make stuff there. This is big. If the American corporations and the European corporations say no more China and we don't care how cheap the labor is, I don't think I don't see how she can survive that. He's got to generate money to feed his people. So if you had heard about that story, let me know. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Because I don't think there's getting big coverage at all. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Okay, let's go into crime. Um, People don't know this is just why I'm doing this segment. So one of the reasons that we're paying more for products in America is because of crime. All right, some stats for you. So retailers on average last year saw a 27% increase in shoplifting, and things like that, 27%. Eight in 10 retailers surveyed reported that violence and aggression associated with incidents increased in the past year as well. So not only is it shoplifting, but it's scaring off employees from working in the, in the uh, retail stores. 37% of retailers shrink profits because of that theft. So what happens? They got to pass the cost along to you. All right. And yes, inflation is the main driver, but crime is second. Now, quick story. We, we have a little bit of a stake in this. So there's a pizza place that I've gone to for 20 years on Long Island, not in my hometown because they all watch and they all know me. Not in my hometown. But, it, but I go when I'm, I'm out. So I ordered a small pie with sausage. OK, about 23, 24 bucks, 30 now. And I looked at the guy in the eye. I said, you won't see me anymore. I'm not paying 30 bucks for that. I can get it. It might not be quite as good, but it'll be good someplace else. So when you see craziness, you, you, the consumer, have some power. But anyway, back to the thefts. So Target, the big chain, okay, their financial officer says that shoplifting has jumped 50% so far this year over last year resulting in more than $400 million in losses. 
And this is all happening because of liberal district attorneys who will not prosecute. Shoplifters, shoplifters know it. They know it. They get a ticket. They won't show up for their hearing. They're mostly drug addicts. They don't care. Couldn't care less. So why not do it? And the younger people, say under age 16, they see this. Oh, look, so-and-so's got a new coat. Where'd you get that? I boosted it. I ripped it off. And then they go do it. And there's no penalty. Joining us now from Miami, Florida, Joel Griffith. He is a research fellow in economic policy at the Heritage Foundation. So my setup accurate to you? Your setup is sadly very accurate. And just a story for you. This happened uh, not too long ago, a few years ago, when I was in Washington, D.C., where I spent a lot of time. And I witnessed somebody coming out of a 7-Eleven, and I noticed that the clerk was very frazzled. And she informed me that this gentleman had actually robbed the store. I did something I shouldn't have done. I actually followed him for a bit, called 911, stayed with him about 20, 30 feet behind for 15 minutes. And guess what? The police officers in Washington, D.C. never showed up. This has been going on for several years now. And I'll tell you what, it's adding up for consumers. You mentioned that the shoplifting has gone up substantially. Well, I crunched the numbers the other day. And if you divide the total amount of retail theft by family in this country, the typical family is having to foot about a $1,100 annual bill for the stores that they frequent getting robbed. This has got to stop. Okay, $1,100 per American family. They pay more because of costs passed on by the theft, which the liberal elite say is a victimless crime. So all victimless crimes, uh, including drug dealing now, that's a victimless crime, uh, they are not to be prosecuted. That's essentially what's happening, correct? Oh, this is correct. If you look at San Francisco, New York City, both of those cities over the last few years have decided that if you steal less than $1,000 from a retail center, it's not even considered a felony. And what that means is that even if an arrest is made, which is highly unlikely, even if an arrest is made, those thieves are right back out on the streets, able to commit that crime again because they know there will be no felony record whatsoever. And of course, a lot of those criminals that are ripping off stores for a few hundred dollars, they're actually committing other more dangerous crimes as well. And that's part of the reason why you see crimes across the board, not just robbery, but armed theft and homicide increasing across the board in Democrat-run cities across the country. Well, there's no doubt about that because in San Francisco and other liberal centers, the stores are moving out. They're going, look, we're not going to put up with this. We know you're not going to stop it. Now, what is interesting is that many of these stores hire security guards to protect against theft inside the store. Yet the security guards tell me they can't even detain a shoplifter now. They can't even stop the shoplifter from, you know, leaving the store with the goods. And if they do anything physical, they get in trouble. Is that correct? That is correct. A lot of these security guards, even though they would love to do their job, they're actually just there as a possible deterrent. But criminals are catching on and realizing that even if they're caught red handed, 
There is very little that that security guard is willing or even able to do because in many instances, those guards will be fired by the stores, not because the store, they're the bad guy, but because they know that now they're incurring civil liability. They could be sued by the actual thieves in some of these left-wing towns. And the the bitter irony here is a lot of the prosecutors where, you know, in days gone by when I was in law school, if you wanted to be a prosecutor, you wanted to actually lock up the criminals. Now you have prosecutors that are running for office, funded often by folks like George Soros, that actually have as their agenda to actually release criminals from the prisons into the streets. And those are the prosecutors. Yeah, that's D. Car- uh, D. Car. I can't. Decarceration. Thank you. Decarceration. Why couldn't I say that? Um, and people vote for that. That's what I mean. I don't understand. I'm a logical guy. I think you're a logical guy. You're a PhD. I mean, you you study this and base your analysis on data or you wouldn't be here. Um, They vote against their own self-interests. So if you're living in a ghetto, if you're a horrible neighborhood and the local bodega or deli is getting knocked over every uh, two days, uh, your prices are going up on everything and you blow for the same people who are allowing that to happen. No, I don't. Have you ever looked into that? Yeah, you've, you've got a point there, Billy. You know, I work on, used to live by Capitol Hill in D.C., and it's still a, a bit of a dangerous neighborhood. And what's sad is that the majority of the, those communities, there is lower income, but they're law-abiding, they're peaceful people. But when you go to the local Walmart, which I've been to by Union Station, even when you walk in, you feel as if you, as a law-abiding citizen, are suspect because they have everything now behind plexiglass. I'm talking about deodorant, T-shirts, boxers, socks. It makes it very difficult on the vast majority of these low-income folks that are law-abiding because Mayor Bowser and other left-wing mayors in these cities, because they won't enforce the law, it's the lower-income neighbors that are most impacted. Because I'll tell you what, where my family lives now, in suburban Jacksonville, Florida, and Columbus, Ohio, they don't have to deal with this because the cops are still able to do their job. If you happen to be in a blue area, it's a different story. It goes county by county. Um, But the the statistics are massive in the amount of shoplifting and uh, crimes of property in the big centers that overwhelm the rural suburban areas. But it's coming here to a theater near you. I mean, I live on Long Island, which is a suburban place, and every retailer, I mean, you're absolutely right there, but but a lot of these guys here, they uh, do vigilante stuff. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but if they catch you in their shop and you're doing that, it's not going to be good. Um, Anyway, uh, Joel, we really appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the holiday season. Thank you for helping us out tonight. Thanks, Bill. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty. You are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry. Be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts 
For coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. One of the reasons, perhaps the primary reason for all this theft, um, is drug addiction. So if you are a drug addict, then you know this. You've got to generate money to buy narcotics. And you can't work because you're stoned all day long. Okay. So there are a few ways to generate money illegally. You can be a prostitute. You can sell drugs, um, but that's a dangerous area. Uh, Or you can steal. And that's what the majority of drug addicts do. And this is backed up by every study you've ever read. Okay, so drug addiction is now rising in America. It's not falling. It's not like tobacco use. And the reason it's rising is because there's no condemnation of it. So if you are a heroin addict or fentanyl or whatever it may be, you have a disease. And so that gives you an excuse. And also society an excuse not to deal with you. So uh, the liberal bent, the progressive wing says, they have a disease, so it's okay for them to commit crimes every single day, hurt people every single day. They can do that because they have a disease. That's just insane. You got a disease, you got to cure it or you die. And that's why so many people die from drug overdoses. But there's no attempt to make the disease, drug addiction, a mandatory situation. And most of these drug addicts don't want to kick it. They like living in a state of inebriation. Enter marijuana, which obviously is now going to be legalized soon everywhere and this country. I shouldn't say everywhere. There might be some jurisdictions that hold out. But um, youth marijuana use, okay, is up. And this is a study from the National Poison Data System from January 1st, 2000 till December 31st, 2020, almost two years ago. And it's worse now. So youth marijuana, all right, Exposures six through 18, six, up 245%. This is a disaster because this creates more drug addicts. Now, I know many pot users, um, and they, a lot of them have the man buns and the ponytail, and, and they say to me, I use marijuana all the time, doesn't affect me, I am not a drug addict, leave me alone, I want to buy the pot, it helps my elbow, whatever it may be. Okay, 
All right, I'll take your word for it. That constant use of an inebriant has not hurt you. I don't believe that, but I'll, I'll, be, you know, I'll believe that I don't want to intrude on your high. But the children, as a former high school teacher, I saw what happened, boy. It's devastating. And yet our society, our country, that's never raised. You know, pot is cool. And so while alcohol use among the urchins is going down, all right, pot is going up crazy up. Now, you don't think that's going to have an effect 10 years, 15 years down the road? It will. I tell my son, look, and he doesn't use drugs. And I would know if he did. Um, there's nothing we can do about this other than to reject it because it's bad for you and it's bad for society. It's bad for the country. This pot thing. There's nothing good comes out of this. Um, but for you, the non-drug user, the non-alcohol abuser, this is going to afford you a tremendous advantage because this country is rapidly evolving into two stratas. The people who have no shot to attain the American dream because they're stoned or they're uh, lazy or they won't learn or they don't want to work hard or whatever it may be. No shot. That group is increasing. Whereas the fewer people who are motivated and they're sober, they're going to rock it. They're going to prosper because they're going to be the exception. And I think that's the best message that children can get from their parents. If you want to succeed in life on all levels, personal, professional, whatever it may be. Stay away from this. This will rob you of motivation, this intoxicant world, okay? That's the best argument. You think that's made in any public school? I don't know of any public school. Yeah, they bring in speakers that say, oh, I went through hell, and then I had to kick it and don't do it, and it. but they don't really give you the big picture. You're in this world. You go into that world, and nobody forces you into that world. That's why the disease thing is a little questionable, all right? Nobody forces you. I do believe that certain people, my family certainly, um, are more susceptible genetically to addiction, which is why I've never drunk, and, uh, drunk. I've never drank alcohol in my life. And of course, I've never taken a drug. And they mo I get mocked all the time. You can imagine, my friends. Um, but anyway, uh, this is a fairly long sermon here, but it's so important and people don't know it's important because the media will never, ever, 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 ever cover it. Okay, Lady Gaga, you remember, February 24th, 2021, her dog walker, Ryan Fisher, 41 years old, took uh, the rock star's dogs out for a walk. He was accosted by two people, James Jackson, 19-year-old, and his accomplice, Jillian Jalen White. Okay? Jackson shot the dog walker. Shot it. And they kidnapped the three dogs. Now, um, this is terrible because uh, Jalen, I'm sorry, uh, Ryan Fisher still has ongoing wounds from this. Two surgeries, 
has breathing problems, numbness, and nerve damage. All right, so now, yesterday, this guy was sentenced, Jackson, and he gets 21 years in prison. So he's 19, he's out at 40, and he'll get out earlier than that. 21 years, he didn't kill the dog walker. In California, that's a harsh sentence, and it should be. Now, this is an interesting part of this story, a woman named Jennifer McBride. So a few days after the dogs are kidnapped, she brings the dogs back to the cops because there was a half million. Uh, let's see. How much was the reward? It was like a big reward. Uh, trying to find it here. I can't find it. Anyway, Lady Gaga offered a lot of money to return the dogs, and she did. <laughs> but, of course, the cops looked one look at her and said, mm, where'd you get the dogs? And she had no story. So she's charged, too. She's not going to get any jail time. She's an accessory and receiving stolen property. So that was in a, a big headline story. I wonder how many news agencies are going to follow that up. I thought it was interesting. All right, let's get to the mail. Uh, Joseph, the viewers of CNN and MSNBC don't care about the truth. To them, Biden is not Trump, so all is well. You know, that's true for a lot of people. There's no doubt about it in my mind. John Romesburg, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Please explain how the government gets away with telling unions what they can and cannot accept from their members. If it is a national security situation, like the flight control people under Ronald Reagan, the president and Congress have the power to pass legislation to protect the American people. It's as simple as that. And that's what Biden did. Daniel De, De La Torre, Fort Myers. I hope you guys are all right down there in Fort Myers. Um, with regard to Twitter, I think you might be falling into the leftist trap by suggesting that Musk should rely on fact checkers. The left is adept at spinning facts re, uh, reflect their truth. Well, okay. I mean, you can always say that. But if Musk is going to be responsible, he's going to hire, all right, people who are going to be historians and, and lawyers, going to say that's defamation, that's not true, and that's what should happen. Bill Forrest, Woodbridge, Virginia. Love watching you spar with Cuomo. All these folks who defend evil would change their tune if they were directly effective. So I'll be on Cuomo on Wednesday. And I don't think he's defending evil. They just... The progressive left, they just make excuses for it. Um, John Perkins, Southampton, New Jersey. I've seen some rumblings that Justice Clarence Thomas may be impeached. John, why are you on these sites? <laughs> Thomas is not going to be impeached. I don't know why you guys are. It's so insane. You know. Uh, Andy Block, Louisville, Kentucky. You mentioned you're okay with Native American tribes getting billions from the federal government as you illustrate in Killing Crazy Horse. Can you please square this with those who say African Americans should not be paid reparations because of slavery? There's no square. The federal government has donated trillions of dollars with a T to African Americans to improve their lives. Well, that money has already been distributed. Ian Edgehill, Ontario, Canada, regarding your 
lamenting the degraded state of American justice, I must regretfully inform you, O'Reilly, that America no longer has a justice system. You know, you're probably right. I just, it's awful what's going on out there. It really is terrible. Jean uh, 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 Mary Baycraft, Mount Dora, Florida. Good morning, Bill. I agree with most people not understanding the ballot propositions, and therefore they vote for dopey stuff. All right? Can you steer me to the proposition that went light on pedophiles in California? It's Prop 32. Folks voted for it. All you got to do is just Google Prop 32 California and bang, it'll just come right up. Jeremy Johnson, Orchard Lake, Michigan. I started the Killing Series this year. I've completed all of them, including Legends. Wow, excellent work. Killing Jesus and Killing the SS, my favorites. Do you have a suggested good read now that I have read all the Killing books? Yes. It's a book called The Last Hill, World War II book. Just out, Bob Drury and Tom Clavin. It's a good book. And, and Dugard and I touch upon that battle, The Last Hill, in Killing Patton. But these guys go real deep into it. Okay, uh, 12 Days of Christmas, my true love gave to me all 12 killing books. <laughs> You think that would ever happen? Probably not. But we have them for you if you want them. And you can break them up or you can, you know, read them like uh, other people have. Well, you can do whatever you want. And uh, we have a three-book bundle as well, Killing the Mob. Sylvester Stallone read that in preparation for his TV show, Tulsa King, uh, Killing the Killers, and, of course, Killing the Legends. Give you a lot of money off. Word of the day, do not be piteous. P-I-T-E-O-U-S. Right back with a final thought. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so here's the final thought. Less than three weeks before Christmas. And my spies tell me 
that um, donations, charitable donations, are way down because of the inflation and the economy. Now, I, don't, I haven't been able to verify that fact because the numbers aren't in yet, but that's the word on the street. And, you know, when you donate money, you have to be very careful about who you give it to and what they're going to do with it. So what we have done here at BillOReilly.com is I have a foundation, the William and Winifred O'Reilly Foundation. And we give away millions of dollars, and we've been doing that for, I don't know, 15 years. Um, but we do not take any money for the foundation. And we don't expense anything from the foundation. It's all, we have a foundation, I put money in it, and we donate to worthy enterprises. So, BillOReilly.com's store goes right into the foundation because that's profits that we make. And what we have done is, um, and it's, the store is very popular, but rather than think that all this money is coming to me that you're spending at BillOReilly.com Christmas store, it's not. It's going to help people, and I am vigilant about who gets that money. So that's the true spirit of Christmas, donating to people who need help. But we go the extra mile. Though we don't, you know, just give money because somebody asked for it. No. So we are in business to help you. Number one, those gifts in the BillOReilly.com Christmas are great. You'll love them. And the people who get them from you will love them. But I designed this thing so nobody, you know, we're not going to do that. Um, people giving us money. You know who does that? The Clinton Foundation. They take money from all kinds of people. And I just went and, and, they, and they use the foundation's finances to travel around. We never do that. So I want you to know it. Um, I want to help as many people as I can this Christmas Hanukkah. If you go to the Christmas store, I will like you very much. <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with another episode of the No Spin News. See you then. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.